started with our post-open test availability, joined now by our fastest driver of the day, Tony Kanon, driving the number 14 Chevrolet for AJ Foyt Racing. Tony, it's it's almost May. It's the day before May. May, May is, zero. May, May zero. May April, whatever we're going to call it. Um, how did it feel to get back on track here at Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Um, I mean, I know it sounds like, you know, every year we come back the first day, everybody has a huge smile on their faces, and, and I love it. I love this place. I mean, it's it's magical. I wish I, we could do this every race, but um, awesome to be back. Um, for me, some of the things that was on my bucket list, uh, AJ is not here, so I still have not driven the golf cart into pit lane, but it, that will happen. Garage number one, that's that's pretty cool. It's a lot shorter from Gasoline Alley to to the garage, that's pretty cool too. So a lot of good things, uh, new things for me that I hadn't experienced in the past years. So uh, happy to be back. It was a beautiful day out there. So uh, we got a lot of laps in, um, a lot, a lot, a lot of learning to do, and uh, you know, reset to come back Wednesday. And one of those new things that you're getting used to is obviously this universal arrow kit here in super speedway configuration. What are your general impressions of how it reacted today? Um, it was pretty smooth. I think you saw everybody, you know, came up to speed pretty fast, which is, you know, pretty remarkable in my opinion. Uh, to me, uh, it was a lot quicker uh, down the straightaways, which was quite fun. You know, it's like back in the days that you definitely feel the speed going down the straightaway and you have to hang on into the corner. So uh, a little bit different, to be honest, but fun. I mean, it was definitely, I don't know what to expect to run in traffic. I didn't do a lot of running in traffic yet. So I'll wait until uh, a couple of days from now that we will do some racing stuff. We, we concentrate today on understanding the car and, and trying to get a feel for how the car behaves. And to do that, I prefer to do it on my own. It's obviously the past several weeks have been a bit of a grind for everybody in the series with the three back-to-back -back races, and now you're heading into the busiest month of the year. How, how are you feeling, and how do you feel especially? I'm sure you're a little tired, but um, your, your team chemistry that you've been building the past several weeks, there's no better way to do that than spend that much time together. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's been brutal on everybody, you know, and especially for me. I mean, uh, I don't think I will have a weekend off until when, Benny, did we say? After July, because I'm this weekend I'm racing in Belgium uh, on the 4GT, and then I come back, and then we just racing every weekend from then. Then the weekend, the next weekend we have off, uh, I'm going to Le Mans. So uh, it's been brutal, I have to say. But uh, you know, the team we're building it, and you know, the the best way to build is to spend time together, and we're spending a lot of time together. So that's actually it's an understatement. So. Uh, um, I think it showed today. We had a, a terrible weekend uh, a week ago, and we show up today, and we had a trouble-free day. Everything worked, and the car was pretty fast. So that's that shows how we wanted to build a team. We're still not doesn't we don't have the consistency that we want to have, but I'll take the consistency here. Then we we'll talk about the other troubles when we leave at the end of the month. I know we still have the IndyCar Grand Prix in front of us, but since we're talking about about the Oval and, and the Indy 500 today, 2013 was such a magical <laughs> year for you. Do, when you come back here, even if it's just for a test like this, when the atmosphere is obviously a lot different than race day, do you still feel that when you come into the grounds? Oh yeah, I mean, I even doesn't even have to be a test day. Even like during the year, a few times, um, we come 
take the kids to the museum or go to the you know to the merchandise store there to get some stuff and uh, every time I walk into this place is special and I remember every single thing that happened that day um, I don't take for granted a single day in my life how hard it was for me to win, to win this race so uh, I, I I respect this place a lot and and it's just a it's a special place for everybody I would say but especially for the guys that that won I think it's something that I don't think I can't describe it I mean I probably I make no sense right now but it's uh it's awesome your teammate Matthias Leist is a rookie here on the Oval and he'll get in the car tomorrow, tomorrow. yes um what have you been telling him so far as as your I'm sure was he here watching you and, oh, yeah. and getting he was feedback? there all day with his beautiful hair <laughs> um hanging in the pits um you know, I told him uh, there's a few things that uh, that I got taught over the years and learned on my own skin, which was, you know, you got to, first of all, you got to be calm. Second of all, you got to respect the track. It's very easy to get frustrated. It's very easy to, with the yellows, especially he's going through, we have a good car, so he knows now. He gets, you know, he knows we, we're fast, so he's going to get the same car tomorrow. And I'm trying to tell him just to take his time and go through his rookie test because it's this place can bite you big time if you don't take your time and respect the track every time you go out focus there is no i mean i'm the first guy to to crack a joke and you know smile and this and that in 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 the garage but once you're on the track there you need full concentration you can't take this place for granted so those are the advices I told him. Tomorrow I'll be here to slap him in the face if he needs something, if he does something silly. But um, he'll be okay. I, I, it's funny to to see his face and he's looking around. And I know he's nervous, which I don't. He doesn't think it's cool, but I do think it's cool because I've been there before. So, uh, but we'll be here to help him out. And I think, uh, in a way, he's lucky that I'm being there and I tell him everything and I tell him not to worry and and. I've tried to, to give him as much information as I can to, to calm him down, but we'll see. I'm going to go off topic here just a little bit. Speaking of drivers being nervous. Yeah. Yesterday, last night. You're welcome for the draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, did, no you, I gave you my, the draft at that time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see anything. too fast. Sorry. Last night, you, uh, you hit Monument Circle to cheer on your former teammate, Scott Dixon. Yep tried the American Ninja Warriors. Don't tell us how he did. You can't spoil it. But how do you think he did? Well, if I'm going to say it, like how, well, I think it was okay. He did okay. I, uh, I embarrassed myself uh, two years ago, so uh, he did better than that, I have to say. So uh, it was fun. Um, thank God I wasn't doing it because it was tough. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Scott's that type of guy when you guys told him that he was doing it. He went and trained, and he kept saying, ah, oh, I haven't done anything. I just know him better. <laughs> you know, when we did our first triathlon together, that was the same thing. I got him a bike uh, that he wanted it, and he, I said, oh, have you been training? I haven't seen anything on, you know, we have this app that we just, nah, I haven't, haven't had time, you know, kids, and he smashed me. So uh, I knew he was going to be good, so he was – so, so we haven't even started off May yet, but you're already accusing Scott Dixon of sandbagging. Is that essentially what you're well, trying to say? That's totally. <laughs> he, he, he will always do that. Always. That's just Scott. And, and he, he plays the game, which is it's okay. 
We'll welcome in Simon Pagino quickly, who was second fastest in today's open test. Simon, your thoughts on, first of all, the, the universal aero kit here on the Speedway, but just being back here at Indianapolis Motor Speedway as well. Yeah, it's always, uh, always such a pleasure to drive here and uh, having the opportunity to be one of those drivers to uh, hit the track at 240 miles an hour is pretty cool. Uh, we um, we did we did a lot of work today. It was really really good day of testing. Um, great day, great conditions for testing as well. And um, the universal aero kit's quite different. Um, you know, it behaves quite a bit different to uh, what we've been used to the last three years. Um, but overall, it's it's quite pleasant. I mean, it, the car is very stable. Um, it, it sucks up really well on the straightaway. Uh, I think the racing is going to be interesting. Um, and you can see the tires. That makes a big difference too. But um, uh, yeah, overall, um, you know, I think it's still early days to to tell how your car is going to behave in traffic because we we're just scratching the surface at the moment with uh, with what we need to um, you know to go out, out and try to win the race. So very good first impression. Um, like I said, we did made a lot of different changes. We had something quite radically different this afternoon than this morning. And we're going to go back to the shop and study all that with the engineers and try to um, figure out the sensitivity of the car. That's, that's the biggest key. Absolutely. Questions for Simon or Tony? Tony, if I recall, your first test of the DW12 car in 2011 was a bit rough. Even Dario struggled to get up to speed. Was today like night and day? Have they done a really good job in having this car balanced from the start? A hundred percent. It was definitely night and day. I mean, I remember when we came here, I don't think I made the track flat until like six hours into day one. And uh, today I'm, I could have gone flat in my first lap, but uh, my engineer asked me not to. And I kind of like... Isn't that a game? I heard that's a game you it's a have. Ga it is a game. Yeah. It's a, I heard how did you hear that? I heard that's what you do. It's all I do just to prove a point. Yeah. To how prove did a you point. hear that? I, heard, I hear things. So you know. now that you spill the beans, um, <laughs> for the past, uh, well, since 2002, it's been Eric most of the time. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, This time I, I was like, no, don't do it. I have this thing that, uh, well, I, I'll tell you why. Um, that my first lap out of lap, the official lap, not the installation lap. I, I gotta go flat through turn one, just to prove a point. And uh, <laughs> that's I did. nuts. This was the first time in 15 years, 14 years, whatever many years I've been here, that I didn't do it. Have you ever done bungee jumping? No. Maybe once, you should try. But they, no, once, but I got actually pushed. I went up there and I checked <laughs> out, and then the guy says, no, You're going, and he pushed me down. But. I was probably afraid of getting my butt kicked by AJ today, and if I do something silly, so <laughs> I lifted the first lap. <laughs> Other questions for Tony or Simon? Yes. How difficult has it been to get used to driving without as much downforce as you had with the previous aero kit for both of y'all? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a big adjustment. I think it's actually harder for us that have been driving those cars for so many years where we had to adapt to more grip, trying more, pushing more, you know, pushing the limits away, and then all of a sudden, we've got to do the other way, got to go the other way, which is very hard for a racing driver to actually, you know, hold yourself back is really difficult. But um, So I do think that the rookies have an easier time going up than us going down. 
but um, but overall, uh, here again, I was really really impressed with with the package, and I was also very impressed with the package in Phoenix. Um, it just behaves really really nicely. I think he's right, and, and in my opinion, I don't know if you agree with me, but it looks like for some reason, the oval car, it's been easier to adapt than, yeah. than the street and road course car yeah. for us. I mean, for me at least. Um, and, and like Simon said, I think for the rookies this year, um, that was the year, if you're a rookie, that you wanted to get into the series because everybody had to reset. And for us, uh, it's hard to explain, but it's always easier to go from no downforce to a lot of downforce mm -hmm. because you're just going quicker and you feel more grip. The other way around, it's actually uh, quite challenging. And then I see that because my teammate is a rookie, and I go, man, you watch. You're going to go out, and you're going to feel it all. And he's like, he comes in and says, I don't know what you're talking about. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's never experienced that. So, you know, that's something that, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big difference this year. Any final questions? Yes, Jim and then Steve. Just for both of you guys, what are you expecting in terms of uh, qualifying speeds? Because you, Tony, you were talking about earlier that you're faster down the straightaways than you thought, but I know going into the turns, it won't be won't be able to. Go I quite heard as that fast. too. Do you need to change your eyes or something? What did I do? You think it's faster on the straightaway? I th I thought I thought so. Yeah. Like it's acceleration, like coming out of the pits and going yeah. down. I felt it was. I didn't think so. You didn't think so? No. I think it's your eyes. Maybe maybe it's my car. Maybe it's your car. Looks like it's fast. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's hard to predict. I think, I think, to be honest, I think the weather is going to play a big, bigger factor than you ever did because now you have no downforce. Like a day like today was perfect. Huh? Everybody feels good. I want to see it goes up, goes up 10 degrees and you have no more downforce to add. That's a problem. You know, so honestly, Jim, I don't know. I mean... I really, I, I can't, I can't answer that. Do you have any idea if we're gonna go like? No, I, I really, don't, I really don't know. I mean, you know, obviously it's, it's, it's a little different than what we've seen with the, uh, the aero kit. We don't have as much parts to trim the car out, so there's a point where we're not gonna be able to take away downforce efficiently. So there's gonna be a point where there's no point going less downforce because you're gonna go slower by taking away downforce. So. You know, I don't think it's going to be as fast just because of that. But, um, you know, um, but we'll see. I think it's plenty fast anyways. And uh, I think the racing is going to be good as well. This is a second question. This is a different uh, topic, though. Just want to know what your guys' thoughts on the uh, the aero screen. We're about to see Joseph go around the track here. And how quickly you would like to see that implemented, assuming everything goes the way they, they hope. You want to go? I mean... Do I like it? I don't think it looks good, but it's safe. So, I mean, that's my opinion. Um, if it's safer, yeah, but do I think it looks cool? No. Do I think Formula One looks horrible? Yeah, but so that's just a, what I, it's a like, what I like. I mean, I think it's, they've done a great job developing that. And to be honest, I think we look a lot better than other people, what other people have done it. So if that's what the direction that the series is gonna take, it's the same for everybody, so. You know, it's. I'm not definitely not against it. I just, for the way it looks, I just, I, it's not my preference. But I like it. I think it's. I think it looks cool. I think it's an evolution. Um, I think you know, 20 years down the road, when we look back, we'll see uh, how the evolution of the windscreen has gone. Because quite frankly, 
Bobby Rahal used to have a windscreen on his car, so did Rick Mears. So it's um, it's an evolution of that. Um, I think you know it definitely looks more like a, a fighter jet. Um, I think the, the the way they've done it is really good so far. Um, I looked through it yesterday. It seems like the vision is really good. Um, made me wonder what would happen in a barber race uh, if it rained just as much, but. Uh, I actually think it might be better because we couldn't see anything through yeah, the helmet. Actually, that would be a lot better, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think it would be better because, uh, I mean, the water was coming into the helmet. You couldn't see anything. So, uh, and safety for me is key. I think, you know, that's, again, the evolution of the sport. If we can be safer and protect the driver's head, for me, that's that's uh, that's huge, huge improvement. So uh, I'm welcoming it. Um, but there's obviously all the kinks that we need to work around. And once it's ready, uh, I'd be very happy. Simon, what was it like having Elio back in the engineering room for the first time this year? I guess it, probably second time you had him at the test. Right? <laughs> it was fun. Um, you know, Elio is such a character. Uh, the guy you see is, is the guy that he is. So, um, you know, he came in, he was all happy like a kid at Christmas to drive his car. And uh, he's, uh, he's missing it. You know, he's missing IndyCar. He, he just loves the sport. He's, he's such a good um, repre representative for, for IndyCar. It, it was great. I love him. He's a good friend. And... Um, it's good to have him on board, and you know now he brings fresh air back in because he's he's driven out of the cars. Um, it's always good to have that uh, in a team. We need we need that kind of experience as well. Um, so um, yeah, I, I I haven't seen him since I finished, so I'm sure he's talking about all his laps and talking about all the moments he had. I'm sure I'm sure he's not going to sleep tonight. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank we'll you. see thank you in a few days.